Is it a stairway to heaven, or is there something more sinister behind the mysterious passageway Octavia has found within Jasulka's chest? What lies within? Will our heroes find the dragon soul at last? And more importantly, does this dungeon ever end? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello everyone and welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. Me, my spouse, and a die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war against monsters for 15 years. So this dungeon that you are almost maybe near the end of, mm-hmm. has been fun to create. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of my more favorite dungeons that I've made. Your most favoritist. My most favoritist. It's funny, I was thinking of this uh, when we were playing in a, uh, our group campaign that I DM that we do not record and release to mm-hmm. the public. Which is also set in Moir. Which is also set in Moir. We were we were playing through it and my brother was for some reason the the situations he was sending me a bunch of uh gifs and putting on music on the Discord from an old if this I'm not that old but this might date me a little bit. An old Sierra point and click adventure game, uh King's Quest Six. Mm-hmm. Thinking of it, I didn't consciously model this dungeon after anything like that, but I think it was subconsciously influenced because mm-hmm. this has been very much the sprinkling little items that work together to, you know, do very specific things. And and a lot of D&D puzzle philosophy nowadays is to just put in some sort of puzzle or problem or obstacle and not really have a specific solution in mind and to let the players try something until oh, it's really? like oh, okay sometimes i mean some some people do this sometimes there are puzzles with very specific solutions and things like that but sometimes it's just like throw out a, a puzzle and let people come up with a cool solution and once you think they've either spent sufficient time trying to solve it or put in enough effort or come up with a solution that's cool enough oh, you just let it be the solution oh, okay. i sometimes i do that sometimes i don't in this one i had a very specific idea of how all of the parts and pieces of this dungeon and all of the different levels worked mm-hmm. together not to say that I wouldn't have let alternative ideas work out if you had tried them, but I don't know. I was getting I was getting big uh, old adventure gamey vibes from this dungeon in retrospect. So that is fun. Uh, so if anyone if anyone knows what the heck I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, we can we can reminisce and nostalgia out together. If you haven't, the whole uh, collection King's Quests one through seven are on Steam. And I've never, I've never played any of them. But Austin showed me a couple like clips, just like on YouTube or something, from like actually the gameplay of King's Quest VI, and it brought me back to Encarta 1998, which had a kind of similar point and click fantasy castle where you would like meet different characters and have different, you know, edutainmental uh, puzzles and things that you had to go through. And so I was like, that brought me back to something that I grew up with then as well and I was like wow I had not thought of 
Encarta, and then it has a very specific like vocalization choir type of thing sound when you pull it Encarta up. And we went also on YouTube and found some clips of it, and I heard that, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is just one hundred percent taking me back type of thing. So yes. Yeah, Hit us so, up if y'all are King's Quest Six or Encarta <laughs> fans. Yeah, so there are some <laughs> references that the majority of our fan base probably, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some of you some of you out there might, might know what we're talking about, but <laughs> also probably not. Well, I've had, I've had a whole lot of fun in this dungeon with having the whole kind of specific answer type of puzzle because it... It's it is fun and it is a little bit different. Um, it and you have you know like getting this battery and stuff and trying to figure out what to do with this crystal before it got charged. It's it was really interesting because I was like, well, there is something specific that this does, and it was just fun to see as the layers were peeled back and you learned, or, or as Octavia learned and I learned and you all listeners learned, you know, more about this facility and it started to make more sense and literally putting the pieces together. I, I mean, I've had a whole lot of fun because sometimes I'm just like, what is going on? I have no idea. And it's it's been really cool to then see that all come together and be like, oh, this is this cool, weird, really old picture of what this place was. Puzzle dungeons are hard to make sense. Well, you have done very well in my life. Because most of the time you have to couch a puzzle dungeon in like, some wizard really loved puzzles, and so they just made a tower full of puzzles. Because <laughs> otherwise, puzzle like, if there's a, a, you know, some cult hideout deep in the mountains, why would... Statues telling riddles, it might be, you know... I just wanted to go to the kitchen, Jeremy! Right? That's why I have a hard time putting traps in my dungeons, because it's like... If other if the the actual residents of this dungeon have to move around, do they have to disable and re-enable this trap every time they walk through this hallway? Mm-hmm. Or is it something that you know, like in a secure facility, they have like their cultist key card, which lets them, you know, you have to scan it every time you go in and out the specific door. Yeah. So I <laughs> sometimes, yeah, traps, puzzles. Sometimes I find them difficult to make actual. Yeah tangible sense in places but here we are at the end of the visible dungeon mm-hmm. that you've seen so far and now you are standing in this large antechamber on the top floor the vestiges of ice that once held brilda the terrible now just a little shard like mound on the floor there's still a bright orange gout of flame oh, right. leading out yeah. of the pipe in the center of the room, you and Karun are standing in front of this chest that has been newly opened, and your friend, the ice elemental, is standing over by the wall, re-evaluating his life choices <laughs> and absentmindedly rolling some dice on the floor as he ponders the what his next steps in life are. <laughs> Well, Octavia, kind of seeing that there is this whole other thing to explore, I mean, I think she was kind of hoping that it was was just as easy as opening it up and voila, there's the thing we've been looking for, um, is going to turn to Carhoon and be like, I think that we should uh, take this downstairs, because obviously, even though there are <laughs> some magical stairs here, we moved it across the floor in this room, so ostensibly we could take it downstairs, and, uh, I mean, 
I'm not feeling I'm not feeling my top tip top shape type of thing and if who knows how big this area is that these stairs lead to um, but basically I think we need to take a rest close our eyes a little bit before before we go down there you want to rest now in our moment of triumph <laughs> well I mean we haven't found anything quite yet so I mean we found a chest with some stairs inside them that's kind of you know that's a big deal Th- that's for, that's true but we don't know we don't know You're how not... big the the area is down there what if there's another like you know zombie ogre type of thing meeting us down there and i mean i'm not i'm not feeling great you yeah. know you're not the least bit curious oh i'm very curious there. it's not getting the better of your judgment <laughs> <laughs> i'm not currently in cat form so my curiosity has been you know stayed a teeny bit I mean, I think in any case, we should probably take it downstairs because I don't really want to kind of, you know, poke around with this chest just kind of in this room with the more, you know, grisly things that are here. Fair enough, but there's kind of grisly stuff all over this place. True, but I mean, right in the furnace room, I mean, that seems it's the least grisly of all the rooms so far. I think there's still a dead centipede in it. Oh, was that in the furnace room and not in the pump room? Oh, I thought that it was in the pump room. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, true, but... Just saying. I mean, we could go down to the pump room. We can go wherever you want. I just think we should check out what's down these stairs. (sighs) Seems kind of anticlimactic to go through all this effort, find this thing, just to be like, ah, we'll look at it in eight hours. I mean... Especially since, you know, armies and time and stuff. I mean, true, but also at the same time, it would be even more anticlimactic for us to, you know, rush down there when we're not in prime condition and then just get finished off by a, you know, (laughs) something that we could maybe usually easily overcome but just we're so exhausted that i'm not saying we rush but maybe the what the the artifact is right down those stairs maybe it's right at the end maybe there isn't anything else well from what we have seen of this place i doubt that jasulka would have just left something for the easy grabbing well it doesn't seem like this is easy grabbing i mean we it took significant effort to find and unlock this thing true it's like if you were robbing someone's house, you disable all of their security, you knock out all their guards, you get into the house, you find the safe, you open the safe, and then you're like, you know what, I'm going to take a nap before I open the safe, because maybe there's another guard inside that safe. That's just what I'm thinking. You seem very well versed in uh, robbing people, Carhoon. Is this uh, is there something that you're wanting to, to share about your background? That's like the basic blueprint for <laughs> burglary. Um, I'm just joshing with you. Um, I think that they are, regardless of what they decide, re-resting. They are going to take the chest downstairs. If that's like, so like lifting it up, like you can just lift it up <laughs> and the, the stairs is, are still just there, right? It is stone, so it is heavy. Okay. Uh, between the two of you, you can lift it with some amount of effort. Okay. And gently carry it down the spiral staircase which is probably like moving a couch into an apartment on a tall floor (laughs) lovely 
Which we did once. We did. That yeah. was not fun. That was not particularly fun. <sighs> yeah. Um, but as they're as they're starting to go down the stairs, Octavia's going to call out to Lyle and be like, "Hey, Lyle, we're we're gonna head downstairs. It's it's gonna be a bit warmer down there, and 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 maybe has a some nicer uh, surroundings. So why don't you come down with us?" Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, what are you what are you gonna do? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna go down into this chest thing eventually. We we might take a little bit of shut eye first, though. Well, okay. I mean, I just slept for who knows how long, so I'm kind of awake and wired. So I I don't think oh, I'm gonna nap. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, you don't have to take a nap if you don't want to. You can just kind of hang out. Just thought you'd c- come along and wouldn't mind some company. Mm, okay. Perfect. I, I guess I can. And so the trump, trump, trump. yeah, the three of them will tromp down. I also imagine that you could kind of just like sled down the stairs on the chest. I mean, they're spiraling. I guess so they're I don't spiraling. Think that's work. Yeah, <laughs> it's just having a fun like Animaniacs moment where they're all like, you, you. <laughs> um. So once they get the chest ensconced in the um furnace room mm-hmm. Octavia is again gonna be like I really think we should just take a moment and get some you know get some shut eye before the, I mean that area down there could be just as big as this whole facility was we have it could be but it could not be that's true what so looking into the chest we see Stairs, right? There's a set of stairs, very steep, sharp stairs that lead downward, and they disappear into darkness shortly beyond your sight. Okay. Um, Octavia's going to find just a little, you know, shard of something, when maybe one of the, you know, vibrissae from this, um, from the remoras, and cast light on it. You can just pick up a piece of stone. I could pick up or a piece ice. of stone. I, I, something. Unless you want to take a chunk off of a dead centipede. I just thought if it had been something that had fallen off in the battle. I wasn't going to purposefully <laughs> hack at it. It was more just like, whatever, what is the detritus that's on the ground? She'll pick up one of those pieces. <laughs> okay, just pick up a rock or Okay, something. I pick up a rock. I mean, you can I pick up a part of this. I was trying it to be flavorful. Di- of like, oh, harken back to this is where we fought the rum around. <laughs> yeah, you can pick up a, like a leg or something if you'd like. I pick up a rock. Okay. <laughs> And cast light on it. Okay. And toss it down the stairs. You toss it down the stairs. As soon as the light hits the wall of darkness, it's just swallowed up and extinguished. Uh, you can't see it anymore. But you do hear the rock ting, 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 clatter down these stairs okay. and eventually come to rest at some point. Huh. And there's no light that's, like, emitting up the stairs type of thing. Nope. Okay. So this is pretty obviously like magical darkness type of it thing. It looks like magical okay. darkness. And I would know about magical darkness like, you know, like my dark vision wouldn't be effective mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You would be familiar, yes. Okay. Well, nothing is charging up the stairs after being disturbed by that rock plopping down. See? Perfectly safe. So we could maybe take a gander... And just see what the lay of the land is. Um, and then we might have to, dep- you know, just depending on what the situation is down there, we could maybe take a rest down there if it seems defensible or um, 
come back up and do some shut eye or again maybe you're right maybe it's just right there prime for the taking but let's yeah let's let's go down take a look around and just see what the lay of the land is sounds good to me i'll even go first if you want okay so <laughs> that works for me. Yeah. Um, and Octavia will be like, "Hey, Lyle, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick peek down here. Um, just you know, keep an eye out in case something weird, you know, comes down the stairs, and just keep on, you know, hanging out and playing with the dice." Okay, sounds good. We'll be back, buddy. Okay. He continues rolling the dice. Okay, sounds good. Nope. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> I'm glad he's so entertained. <laughs> All right, you head down the mm-hmm. stairs. Carhoon leads the way, and yeah, so you you take these steps. They are very steep. Okay. Down, and you're plunged into darkness Ugh. that you cannot see through. It's a relatively narrow staircase, so okay. you can use the walls to guide yourself mm-hmm. down. Okay. Is so, it enclosed on both sides type yes. of thing? Okay. Yeah, so you, you navigate by feel for a short time, but after a few steps, uh, the darkness fades, and you can see the staircase... Continue downward and then stop and level off, and you can see that it opens up into a room emitting a bright light at the bottom. Continuing down and looking into that room, because I'm assuming that is what you do. We do, yes. You see in front of you. Well, is there a doorway, or does it just There's no door, it just opens up. It just opens up. We're not going to enter the room. We'll kind of stand at the... Yeah, that's fine. Like landing at the bottom of the stairs, kind of looking in before we, you know, go directly in. Mm-hmm. So you get to the bottom of the staircase, mm-hmm. you peer over Carhoon's shoulder, and in front of you, you see a room about 30 feet by 30 feet square. Okay. And immediately, it, what catches your eye first is that the whole thing is tiled in these just spotless, bright white tiling, almost oh, like wow. a bathroom or a, yeah. Not as intimidating as maybe I, an analogy I could have used, but you know, <laughs> the, the fantasy terrifying bathroom. <laughs> it's like the necromantic <laughs> bathroom. The Alfred Hitchcock like sounds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, it's covered. Is this in, a nice subway tile? Are they oblong or are they square? They're square. Square. Uh, but it's covered in these white tiles. You see the walls are segmented with columns about every, we'll say, about every 15 feet. So there's oh, okay. a, basically a column in every corner and then one column midway through each oh, of the walls. okay. Square columns, not rounded columns. Oh, okay. In the center of the room, there is a polished granite slab with little empty nooks and kind of cabinetry without the doors underneath it. Ooh. On the column... Directly across from the staircase, you see a panel with some big uh, Frankenstein lever switches Ugh. on it. And I should mention, uh, in between the columns on the walls are giant sheets, basically floor to ceiling, of polished metal oh. uh, that kind of look like maybe windows. Maybe windows used to be there, or maybe they're taking the place of windows. Huh. But you get that sort of vibe from it. And that is what you see. Huh. Okay. You, you said that this was lit. How is the room lit? The ceiling is just sort of glowing. Bright okay. white light. So fantasy fluorescence. Fantasy fluorescence. Very white, very okay. sterile. Not oh. warm. Oh. Not my nice warm incandescent. <laughs> not your nice warm incandescent. <laughs> okay. 
And sorry, how tall was the ceiling here? About 12 feet. Okay. Um, not entering the room, we're going to do... Octavia's going to do a perception check. And okay. so is Carhoon. All right. All right, Octavia rolls a... 10. Okay. And Carhoon... Natural 20! For a total of 23. All right. Octavia sees nothing. She's You're blinded she's behind, by yeah, the she's, white light. Well, she's also behind Carhoon, so she's nice. like, I can't see over your shoulder. Uh, I'm assuming to do this check, you have to sort of I, get in the room. And I know. Around. It was more fun for Flavor to be fair, why she couldn't enough, see. Fair, fair <laughs> uh, You're just following him around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Octavia sees nothing, but Carhoon takes a lap around the room, looks here, looks there, inspects the columns, inspects the metal plates, and looks around, and... Uh, after a, a few moments of searching, mm-hmm. in the far right corner of the room relative to where you entered, he finds a, a tile on the floor that one of the corners is just a bit, like, a bit misshapen, maybe a bit chipped, and examining it closely huh. underneath is a, a small panel with a little button <gasps> on top of it. Is it a big red button? It is not a big red button. Is it a red button? There, It is not red. It's just like a... Just like a gray button. Oh, man. A boring gray button. <laughs> if you're going to make a button, you should make it a big red button. <laughs> and that's in the floor? That is in the floor, underneath a tile. Underneath a tile. A boop. And the tile is obviously meant to hide it, right? Yes. Is there any writing around this button? Nope. Just a button. Is there any writing al- around the Frankenstein uh you know, switches. You look at the switches. There's a panel. There are four switches four on switches. it. Okay. The first one is up. The other three are down. And so up, down, down, down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they are unlabeled. Maybe there's like little pieces of masking tape underneath them, but you're <laughs> like, ah, oh, someone wrote in pencil, not pen. So you can't tell. Okay. Okay. Is there any writing anywhere else? You know, and on any of the walls or anything, or is there any etching on these metal panels, or... The columns are clean, okay. spotless. The windows are clean, spotless. Okay. Um, taking a look at these panels, mm-hmm. does it seem like they move at all? Like, are there hinges, or are they on, like, a grooved track, which seems that they would, like, open? The They look like... Uh, roll an investigation okay. check. Why not? Octavia rolls a 13 and Carhoon a natural one. He's very fascinated with this button. Yeah, Carhoon's, Carhoon's over the button. Uh, you look at the metal panels and you think that they probably can like retract. Oh, okay. But it's... I mean, if you just, like, put a hand on them, they feel pretty solid. Okay. So it's not like a window where you just grab it and slide it open. Okay. Carhoon calls over from the button. Hey, I found the button. I, I I know. I mean, obviously there's it's there's something that... I mean, this room is... <sighs> kind of doesn't sit right with me. I mean... Right. Can I push it? No. Uh, let's, let's maybe let's maybe wait, wait for that, because we have... I mean, who knows what... Uh, what could, could what or could happen? Um, 
so as you know, we we, we were going to come down the stairs and, and see if the if the artifact was just right right there for the taking, and it's obviously not. I so. mean, yeah, but it's just a room. Maybe it's underneath this button. <laughs> Maybe this button's gonna teleport us to it. Um, uh, I, I I still think that before uh, investigating any further, we should pop upstairs and, and get some shut eye because I I know but I'm just I dragging. Push it. <laughs> it's like that. Um, it's like that meme where it's the big red button and the sweat just like coming down. It's like I push it. Push the button. <laughs> um, and Octavia will continue being like. Push it real good. <laughs> I want to push it. Um, we probably can. We probably will. But I really, I really think that we should think strategically about this. And we've already been down here. Since when have you ever thought strategically? Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> hey now. Well, we, Austin's just cracking himself up about that. <laughs> Oh. Well, maybe now I'm starting to try. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Oh, yeah, so, again, because this, this could just be another big old type of slog that I don't feel quite prepared to to face at this point. So I think that we should head back upstairs where we know we're in an area that's been kind of cleared out and safe. And But in terms of narrative pacing, we probably won't get plunged into another mega dungeon after this. You you never know what the god Austin slash Absalon has in store for us. So um, Octavia will kind of turn around and start heading back towards the stairs. But there, we have a button and four levers, and I want to push them all. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be able to after we get some sleep. I'm not going to be able to sleep knowing that there are unpushed buttons down here. Well, you don't sleep anyway, so that's beside the point. Yeah, I meditate. That's worse. Well, you can just, you know, just let let the thoughts of the buttons and of the switches just go by. Don't hang on to anyone in particular. Just like you're watching traffic and they just go. Even if I can do that, I'm going to have to wait around for four hours for you, chump, <laughs> to rest up. Well, you can just get a, a double long rest. That's not how it works. Oh, sorry. I'm not enough, so I wouldn't know. <sighs> This is going to be a long eight hours. You okay? Shall, shall we go? I mean, I really want to push this button. Well, we but should fine, go. Octavia <sighs> will kind of like go over to him and slowly like herd him to the to the like stairs. He is looking back like a child yeah. you're taking out of a sandbox. That's yeah, literally what I was He's thinking. Just looking back at like the little dump truck and being like, I need to finish my castle. <laughs> And you're like, no, it's it's dark, honey. We need to go home. <laughs> but I want to finish. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. But he reluctantly allows himself to be led back up the stairs. Okay. Climbs out of the box. Okay. Yeah. And we will uh, hunker down and get some needed shut-eye. Karun starts to try to center himself. He's fidgety and a little bit more agitated than usual, so he's taking a little while to settle down and get into long rest mode. Um, you lay out your bedroll mm-hmm. and start to try to get some sleep. 
And a few hours into the rest, you notice that you're in the furnace room. You notice right. the uh, the blaze in the furnace start to sputter and okay. die out as you can hear the the air pump, the, the air sort of whirring through the pipes begin to lessen in intensity mm. until it stops completely okay. and the fire uh, just sort of sputters out and dies out. The fire gems are still glowing, slight orangish like embers, mm. and they're still giving off a little bit of heat, okay, but it uh, gets a lot darker and a lot colder okay. after the fire is extinguished. Okay, but we're still okay sleeping-wise. You're still okay. Yeah, it's cold, but it's not, not so kill you cold. Okay, sounds good. So you take a long rest yep. down here, and as you wake up and Carhoon is, Carhoon's been up for a few hours at this mm-hmm. point, and he's just like pacing back and forth. In front of the the chest, just like arms crossed, brow furrowed, waiting for you to wake <laughs> up. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go! Come on, come on, come on! Uh, you get. We up. said we get on the road by ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not ready? Put your socks on. <laughs> this like Midwest dad. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he's so he's pacing over there. You get out of bed, do your morning routine, mm-hmm. pack up your things, and as you are getting ready to. Continue on with your day. Lyle, who has been around, yeah. doing he got bored of the dice after a while and started fiddling with the gears in that one room and just sort of, yeah, I don't know, making <laughs> sculptures, clanging, yeah. Yeah, going around with like a, a wooden spoon on a pot. And just <laughs> bang, bang, bang. We have a home video of my sisters doing that. Three of them just oh, walking in a circle around the dining room table as a parade. And one of them, I think, has a kazoo. One of them literally oh has gosh. a pot and pan. And then the youngest one is just yelling. <laughs> They're just going in a circle around the dining room table in this like procession. And in the video, my mom's like, what are you doing? And they're like, we're a parade. <laughs> and that's this energy very much. Oh my god. That sounds lovely. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so he's trying to uh sorry. Uh, he's trying to make himself occupied. But for a while. Yeah, trying trying to figure out uh what what to do with his life. Yeah. He's a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> We really. It's like, what, what do I do now? <laughs> but uh, he, after, as you wake up, uh, he drops the gears that he's holding mm-hmm. and he walks over to you and he says, hey. Hey, how's it going? Going, oh, all right. Uh, it's my, my first night awake in a long time. So I'm well, kind of bored. I hope I didn't keep you up too no, much. No, you were fine. I probably kept you up. Yeah, well, there's something you might be interested in. Oh, okay. What's up? Um, you know how it was my job to keep people out of here? Yes. Eh, I know I said I wasn't very good at it, and I am admittedly wasn't, but that was mainly just because I got distracted easily. Uh-huh. Um, so there's some some other visitors. Really? Y- yeah. They're outside. They're not in here yet. Okay. But, uh... Do you know if they just... rolled up. Do you think they just start, like, wandering by? Or do they seem like they're actually Nobody wanders around up here. That's true. If you wander up here, you die. Unless you're, you know, me. Or a mammoth or something like that. Or specifically looking for this place, I guess. Well, that's not wandering. That's looking. Oh, that's true, I guess. 
Yeah, not a lot of things want to buy here, and I, I, I get pretty good at telling the difference between, like, a person and a walrus. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> um, can you tell how many there are? Uh, it's not an exact science, and I wasn't good at science anyway, but there's more than one. There's, okay. there's, a, there's a few. It's a small group. A smaller I think. group, though. Okay. I mean... You don't. It, is this necessarily need to be worried? Because you, you folks showed up and you guys are okay. I mean, you True. did kill my only companion, but well, she was kind of more like your captor because she kind of didn't let you leave. Yeah, but you ever heard of Stockholm syndrome? Uh, I, I can't say I have. Is that Stockholm a- is this far away magical land, and there's this syndrome there where people just like bad people for no reason. Well, that doesn't sound very good. So. Yeah, but I mean... So I think that if, if if she, you know, gave you something like that, that's not good at all. Yeah, but also... Anyway. In any case. <laughs> In any case. Um, they, they might be nice. They could. Um, well, b- part of, uh, you know, Carhoon and our uh, urgency is that we know that there are some other not as... Pleasant characters, people, uh, beings who are looking for the same thing that we are, and we know f- they are—they are similarly not the part- most particularly friendly or nice sort. So, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I doubt that they'll be friends. Well, you never know. You might ask them. I didn't think you two would be friends either, but look, here we are, best of buds. Yeah, best buds, best of buds. You don't sound very convincing. We just met. We can't know. We can't be best, best, best buds quite yet. Oh, uh, he hurriedly oh, puts no. behind his back two BFF bracelets no! he had made during the night. No. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, but we'll get, you know, but we'll probably get there, you know, and we'll travel together and we'll have traveling montages and there'll be some, you know, nice music in the background. <laughs> but anyway, I just thought you should know there's a group of things up okay. there. Now, I, I know from past experience, it's not terribly easy to actually, like, open the door to this place. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how worried you need to be. But even if they don't get in, you might have to deal with them when you go out. Okay. Well, thanks for the heads up. We'll we'll, we'll um, kind of expedite what we're doing then. So, do, do you want me to try to keep them out? I think that'd be a good, really good idea. Okay. That, I mean, again, I'm I'm not very good at it, so I can't give you any promises. Well, just try, try your try best. best. That, that's all that anyone can do. And um. Uh, to try to keep them out, where would you have to be? Upstairs or? Well, yeah, by the by the door. By the if door. They get through the door, I okay. can try to, you know. Because what we want to avoid is them being able to get at this chest. Yeah. So, do you think that you can like? Because I mean, it was only able to be opened by you. So if we close it again. It would really only you'd be able to open it again. Do you think you'd be able to open it again? Probably. Maybe Carhoon and I should head down there and you can like 
you know, go in and around all the interstices of it like you did for the for the pump? Or, I mean, I guess you could even put the lid back on once we go down? I mean, I could. The, if these the things out there are as bad as you say and they do something to me, then you're kind of stuck in there. That's true. Carhoon walks up. He says, you know, there are plenty of locked doors downstairs. We might just be able to hide away in there for however long it takes us. Oh, that's a good idea. Because we, we found keys, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that is that is such a good idea. Um, so, okay. Game plan. Lyle, you can head upstairs and, and, and try to keep... Um, the those people out um but if they do get in don't um you know do what you think you need to do but you know don't don't get hurt um you know if you need to just hide or something once they get in if they look really powerful or something that's that's totally okay okay um and then carhoon and i um we'll head downstairs and we'll lock ourselves in one of those um rooms down there sounds good yeah i'll, I'll do what i can Sounds good. All right. And break. <laughs> Do like a little hand in the middle. Lyle turns around and starts clomping up the stairs and Carhoon oh. comes over and walks over to the chest and he's like, well, let's uh, let's get going, I guess. Sounds good. And they'll do another, you know, sledding montage all the way down all of the stairs to that lower That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, anyway, Sorry. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you, you, you take the chest and you get down the stairs into the bottom floor. Uh, where would you like to hide out? There are three wooden doors. Two of them un- were not locked when you came down right. here. One of them, the bedroom, had been locked. And then there's the stone door leading into the library. Um... Just from a tactical standpoint, I think we're going to want to go into the library just because that's a stone door. So that would be Mm -hmm. probably harder to, if push comes to shove, harder to just batter their way through. True. So we will go into the library. Okay. You go into the library. And we will close the door behind us and lock it. You do that. uh, Clicks. Grab the keys. And it's up to you. All right. Well, Carhoon, shall shall we head downstairs? Yes. Alrighty, let's go. Okay. And they will tromp back down into the chest, <laughs> down into that room. Alright, you go back down the stairs through the darkness out into this large white room. Yeah. Alright, what do we want to do? We've got levers, we've got a button. Well, I got think a that, weird table. I think that we should probably push the button first. Push the button first? So Yes. Be my guest. Oh, I'm going to push it. Yes. Push it. He walks over, excitedly. Mm-hmm. Kneels down. Extends a finger over the button. Oh, no. Gives you a look. Give him the thumbs up. And he presses the button. The room explodes. Ah! You all die. <laughs> Great. End of podcast. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> this <No>. has been... <laughs>
He, he presses a button, the button of annihilation. <laughs> that, that'd be pretty good. That would be. Uh, he presses the button. After he does, there's like a ring about five feet in diameter, a circle on the floor directly around this button. Oh. That sort of pops up, and he hops back, and these this circular section of floor pops up a few inches and there's a hiss of steam as gas shoots out. It's not poisonous gas, don't worry. <laughs> What's that ventilation like Steve. in here? <clears throat> not not very good. Yeah. It pops up, steam hisses, and then after a moment, the rest of it slowly creaks upward out of the floor, revealing a tall glass tube filled with liquid, and inside what? that liquid you can see a Generally speaking, humanoid body. What? Think of Luke in the back to tank in Empire Strikes Back. Huh. After he got mauled by a wampa. Okay. But less mauled. Okay. So that's in the. Uh, so that thing was directly under the button. So it's like directly in the corner under of the, the room. Then? In the corner of the room, okay. there is now this, you know, seven foot tall glass cylinder filled with liquid and a body floating inside. Um, Octavia will go over to it. Um, does it look like alive? Does it look like it's being, or does it look like it's being preserved in this liquid? Or roll an investigation Oops. check. Octavia rolls a seven, and Carhoon, using a new die, rolls a nine <laughs> nine yeah you cannot tell either okay. of you between the glass and the distortion from the liquid you're not sure if it's some some dead body that's being preserved some living body who is in stasis some empty body husk, husk yeah. that was never alive but isn't technically dead okay but it doesn't look like wounded or anything it does right? not look wounded uh it looks pretty in in good shape from what you can tell uh it's about a five foot four slender man not slender man with very (laughs) very pale skin uh not quite elven characteristics not quite human characteristics but not quite like half elf it's sort of a ambiguous blend of that sort of thing uh almost bleach blonde hair a little like mustache <laughs> so kind of like Pencil a mustache. perfect form type of thing almost. kind of uh it's objectively a handsome body huh because we yeah. know that some people find different things handsome but this is just objectively handsome okay because we know jasulka was trying to you know build that mm-hmm. kingdom for them to rule over so maybe right. this is like this perfect vessel that they've started to maybe something maybe i'm trying to think of a good celebrity to compare like objectively handsome daniel craig for thinking of blondes i'm not very good on no i'm terrible at thinking of which are the celebrity which are the ryan's is ryan reynolds objectively uh, I'm, handsome? Not, I'm not a huge fan of any of the ryan's honestly there's a bunch of chris's that are really handsome too hmm <clears throat> Could be Chris Pine, Chris Evans. It could be Chris Evans. I don't have a I don't have a good <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Actually probably think of like a bleach blonde Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. But like almost an elf, but not quite. Okay. 
Interesting. Okay, so there's now with this... With a mustache. With a mustache. Like a snidely whiplash pencil mustache. Okay. So there's now this tank in the corner. And the button didn't reveal nothing else happened, right? Besides... What else do you want to happen? A tube with a floating body came out of well, the floor. Well, I don't... You know, did, did the levers <laughs> no, move? The like, levers you know, did nothing switch else up? Or, okay. Um, well, I mean, I, looking at this figure, Octavia will be like... On the chest, it said that Jasulka was containing their power in here. Do you think that somehow, like, this figure is their power? Do you think somehow they were able to, like, channel their essence into this being? Uh, your guess is as good as mine at this point. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea what this thing could be. Okay. I mean... I have an idea, but it could be a lot of things, right. and we really have no way no of idea. narrowing it down. Okay. Well, I guess the only other variables in this room are these switches, so... True. Let's toddle on over to them. Yeah. Okay. So it goes... Do it. Up, down, oh, down, 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 down. Okay. Yep. Octavia will flip the first one that is up to down. You flip it down, and the lights turn off. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Does anything happen? Besides, the lights turn off. Besides the lights turning off. Okay. Octavia turns the switch back up. The lights turn on. It's okay. a light switch. <laughs> it's a fantasy light switch. Okay. Um, you gotta have a light that's switch. That's true. That's true. You would think you'd want it close to where you come down the stairs, though, so you don't have to stumble across the room as you should be able to just, like, you know, reach your arm out and mm, slap the one, wall and hit it. One panel. Can't have those extra panels. Of one, course. One panel. Okay. Um, and then the second one is down. She will flip. This is probably it the first light up. switch ever. On a, that so is true. You can't really I would blame be very them shocked. for their uh, design choices. True. True, true, true. We'll get it on the next time. Anyway, that's a light switch. Okay, and so the second one is down. Octavia will flip it up. You flip that one up, and you hear a soft whirring, like okay. a hum, kind of a hum coming from behind you. And you turn around and see that the large granite slab <gasps> is beginning to glow softly with sort of a weird black light. And what? it's glowing in the shape of runes. Oh. Are these the same kind of runes that were on the chest? Not exactly. Okay. Um, Carhoon is going to take a closer look at the runes since he's way more like linguistically mm -hmm. adept than Octavia is. Okay. Have him roll an arcana check. Okay. Fourteen. Carhoon can't really identify them, but as he gets close and leans down and examines them, have him make a wisdom save. Oh my gosh, okay. Eleven? Eleven. Carhoon takes three points of psychic damage what? as looking at the runes just like hurts his brain. What? Just like something's not right with that, and he grabs his head and stumbles away, and he's like, "Oh, don't, okay, don't look at that. That's oh, that's bad business." Okay, so it's kind of like seeing how Carhoon's been, you know, affected by these runes. Octavia will like quickly turn the switch back to down. Oh yeah, that's not. Oh, oh, that's not. Good. Are you are you okay? Is yeah, I'm okay. My brain hurts for some reason. Could you read them at all? Or nope, no, they just like hurt your brain. We're a big old jumble and they start, yeah. 
Okay, okay. Well, j- t- just take a breather here. And, Bad. Oof. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, this place is... Oh, this place is not all Creepy. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the third one is also down, mm-hmm. and Octavia will flip it up. All right. Uh, you flip that one up, and you hear another... Uh, not quite the same sort of hum, but a okay. mechanical sort of whirring coming oh, from behind okay. you from the table. And as you look, you see that the table lifts up like a foot or two and slides what? back and then tilts about 45 degrees down and a hatch like slides <laughs> open on the floor underneath the table into a, you can see, a like greased chute that just... Descends down into darkness, seemingly to discard whatever may have been on the table. Oh, so just it's like, like you know, as you basically okay, this experiment didn't work. Garbage so shoot. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh my crazy, gosh. Huh? <laughs> this place is so creepy. After a few seconds, the hatch closes, the table flips back up, and the switch flips back of its own power. Okay. I guess last one's the charm, huh? I guess so. And Octavia will flip that fourth one, that final one, from down to up. From down to up. You flip that one up, and you hear another mechanical whirring, this time coming from sort of all around you. Okay. And the metal panes between the pillars begin to shake and then slide down into the ground and grind. After a few seconds, they recede entirely like flush with the floor oh just leaving gosh. these big gaping holes around you so you're just in a, a room with pillars no real walls and looking outside at first you can just see black darkness okay deep nothing else okay you can make out after the mechanical whirring stops some like odd rustling sound <gasps> that sounds like wind through a clothesline Ooh. or a, a thick raspy bush being like shook. Oh my gosh, okay. But after a moment of the metal panes just sitting in there, settling into their mm-hmm. position, several loud clangs ring out and above you, you can see rings of ghastly green light just pop into existence casting their their ghoulish shade of light onto the ground below in several concentric circles around the room that you're in. And you can start to see what is in this space around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that this is apparently much larger than this single room oh, that really? you are in. Okay. It's in a large cavernous space, although you can't really make out any ceiling, you can't really make out any walls. But what you can make out is what is filling up the rest of this space on the floor. You see figures. <gasps> Hundreds, if not thousands oh of gosh. them. A horde of creatures of all shapes and sizes, potentially discarded by their creator or just put here of their own volition. You're not sure. They're all just roaming aimlessly through the expanse, bumping their mindless forms into each other as they make their way to nowhere in particular, with empty eyes staring out into oblivion, just like the floor covered. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! As you take all that in, you notice one last feature. Uh huh. 
several hundred feet away from you directly like across in a line from your vantage okay. point you can see another quasi plateau because the the room you're in is lifted it's oh. on some sort of like plateau oh, or mesa okay. type thing does this look like a man-made uh or or you, you know would have to crafted guess. okay this does not seem natural, natural in any shape. Okay. Any sense of the word. And we can't see the ceiling, but there are those. There's but there's big lights, floating green some, lights. Oh, yeah. the floating! Oh my gosh. Pretty crazy. Across from you, several hundred feet down, you can make out what looks like a, another sort of plateau. Okay. A little bit thinner, and what looks like a winding pathway up to the top, and some sort of structure on top of it, although you can't maybe make out exactly what that is at this present juncture. Oh my, okay. Roll a perception check. Okay. Jeez Louise, okay. Oof. Um, Octavia rolls a 24 and Carhoon rolls a 13. As you were standing there taking in this sight, a presence makes itself known in your head, oh, a familiar yeah. presence, as the voice of Fulmis the Blue pops in and says, Well, I think you've found him. I can feel him stronger now. I don't know what was blocking it before, but he's definitely here somewhere. Oh my gosh. And with your 24 perception, you get the idea... You can, your your eagle eyes mm-hmm. make out that atop the structure far across the way might be a white marble statue. <gasps> oh my gosh! And we'll pick up there next ah! episode. <laughs> no, I want, we're so close. I want to go there now. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad we rusted. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, okay. Shall I take us out, my love? Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. Reviews are a really great way for us to get more visibility and have more people enjoy our story and our game. If you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media. We are active on Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast. We always love hearing your thoughts about the show or even just hearing something that you have to say that you want to get in touch with us about. Catch y'all next week.